The following is a Red Apple Podcast Network presentation. They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light, city life, I gotta make it. Welcome to Dominic Carter's podcast. This is Dominic Carter's City Hall. Now, here's Dominic Carter. Red Apple Podcast Talk Radio 77 WABC. You can listen to me, Dominic Carter, live Sunday nights, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m., weeknights at midnight. Grossly underpaid and overworked. The plight of EMS responders. Can you believe they are paid $18 an hour when they come on the job and the work just doesn't stop? This is my podcast. Let's go. Manhattan and the Bronx are the busiest boroughs that we have. And sometimes people have to wait 30 minutes, an hour, two hours for an ambulance. Uh, the, the, the calls just keep coming in. There are times we're averaging 200 to 300 calls an hour. Uh, it's just not sustainable. That's the president of the local union 2507 representing EMTs, paramedics, and fire inspectors in New York City, Oren Barzilay. And for the inside story on all of this, Mr. Barzilay is with me now. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. So talk to us about the numbers as it relates to the approximately 4,000 first responders who make up FDNY EMS. Yes. Uh, so as uh, the records show, uh, we responded to over 1.6 million calls this past year. And the graphs, uh, the numbers, they don't lie. Every year uh, we surpass what the previous year. Um, and for the past two, three years, I mean, besides COVID hitting us, uh, inflation rates have skyrocketed. And it impacts people's health as well. Uh, people can't afford to eat right. People can't afford to get their medicine. Uh, the violence with the bail reform. Uh, although you add all these things and it compounds and you have more people sick, more people assaulted, more people dying. Uh, you have the influx of immigrants. Uh, there's basically no law and order in our city. Uh, contrary to what we're being told. Uh, you, you drive through our streets and you see all these mopeds going against traffic. You see, you know, pedestrians everywhere. Uh, it's it just not normal anymore, the way we're living. You you could say that again, Mr. Barzilay. Uh And again, Mr. Barzilay, Oren Barzilay is the president of FDNY EMS Local 2507, representing EMTs, paramedics, and fire inspectors. Uh, and I wanted to speak to you, sir, because your members are on the front line in more ways than one. And I, I will get to that in just a, just a little bit. So each year, you're setting a new record for calls to FDNY EMS, correct? That's correct. And even more than COVID years? 
Yeah. So during COVID year, uh, when March hit our uh, when COVID hit our city in March of 2020, uh, everybody panicked. Everybody thought when they had a fever or weren't feeling well is that they had COVID. So from an average day of 4,000 calls, we went to roughly 7,000 calls. But after, as as the weeks bent, went by and people started uh, getting more informed and the, the state officials and city officials uh, putting out messages, uh, don't call 911. Um, you know, going to the hospital puts you at a greater risk. People were dying in the hospital. Uh, and people were getting contaminated for having a, an injured finger. They're going to the emergency room. No, don't go to the emergency room with an injured finger or with a sprained foot. So the call volume dipped in May when people started realizing it's not safe going to the hospital anymore. Just go to your regular doctor, uh, your, your local urgent care center. So our call volume dip towards the end of midway towards the end of the year. Uh, But after things started to normalize in 2021, uh, our call volume started spiking up again. And it's been steadily going up every year, every month. Are your members able to keep up with these calls that that are increasingly going up year after year? They are burnt out. They are exhausted. Uh, you know, we used to have a few minutes downtime in between calls sometimes. Uh, that That's unheard of anymore. They, as soon as they go, out, they come out of the hospital, out of the emergency room, they have to notify the dispatcher that they're available, and they get assigned to the next call that's waiting. Uh, Manhattan and the Bronx are the busiest boroughs that we have. And sometimes people have to wait 30 minutes, an hour, two hours for an ambulance. Uh, the, the the calls just keep coming in. There are times we're averaging 200 to 300 calls an hour. Uh, it's just not sustainable. And we have a transient workforce. People just simply not staying here because there's no investment in our workforce. And people are exhausted and they see that they're risking their life for minimum wage because we are, we earn $18 an hour here at the FDNY when we start working for them. And wait, 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 let, let me, let me stop you right there. Mr. Oren Barzalay, you said beginning FDNY EMS uh, personnel starting out earn only $18 an hour. That is correct. $39,000 a year. That is the starting wages. Those are poverty wages. I have members living in their cars, uh, crashing in their friend's house or family's house. Uh, We have a young lady with her daughter living in a shelter. Uh, These are the norms. And we've been begging for the city to fix this problem. And nobody seems to listen. They're spending 30. millions every wow. year. We put in we put in three EMS classes every year of 200 people. That costs the city millions of dollars in just training people every year. Rather than keep the work for people that could afford uh, the city by paying them better so they can stay and have a career, they rather spend it on retraining people every year. 
So wow. It's $18 an hour to start working for the FDNY. But the way you just explained it to me, that, that's backwards. It doesn't make any sense. That is what we've been trying to explain to them, but uh, it falls on deaf, ear, on deaf ears. Wow. So, I, you know, I, I've been doing this a very long time, but, but I did not know this. So you're telling me that if I, if I joined uh, FDNY EMS uh, tomorrow, right? Uh, and right. it's interesting because uh, at age 16, I, I, I did do the Red Cross class and was a medic and the cadets and so on. But so if I had followed through and I just joined your organization, you, you know, you, you, you're the union, but I just joined the city right now, EMS, FDNY. You're telling me that I would earn $18 an hour? That's correct. That's that's posted on the city's website. I'm not making this up. It's posted at the FDNY website. It's posted at the city's uh, mayoral office agency's website. That's what the wages are. And after 20 years of working here, your top salary is $59,000 currently as an EMT. And how are you supposed to survive even at the top wage there? Uh, It's impossible. People are working two, three jobs. They do two, three shifts of overtime a week over here to survive. And, you know, you're only allowed to do a certain amount of overtime. And once they tell them you can't work no more overtime, they go work at a hospital or or another EMS agency in their communities. The reason why I wanted to speak to you is because, uh, EMS members, EMTs, whatever term you want to use, I use the term of immediate lifesaver when your life is on the line, literally on the line. But we have seen members in your industry have been attacked. Uh, some, Some have died. And I know she was not a member of your union, but what I'm referring to, and I know you recall well, 61 year old on duty. She was on duty. Uh, EMS lieutenant stabbed to death in Queens. Uh, this happened, I think, at 20th Avenue and Steinway Street in Astoria and, and broad daylight. Her name, Allison Russo, minding her business, a mentally ill man. He stabs her, gets on top of her, stabs her several times. She dies. He barricades himself into an apartment uh, a short short while away from there, but ultimately surrenders. I I mean, I I cannot forget what happened to Miss Russo. I'm sure you won't either. Yeah, uh, I knew Miss Russo myself uh, before she became an EMS officer. she was part of my union, but as they promote, they go into a different union. But uh, it, it was a horrific event, uh, you know, to to hear that come over the radio that one of your colleagues was stabbed to death on 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 duty. Uh, it, it's devastating to all of us. You know, this is the second member that we had killed on duty in the past six years. Uh, Yadira Royal was ran over by her own ambulance and killed. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, G- give me the details, please, of that one again. I, I unfortunately I forgot all about that one. Yes, uh, this was a young mom who uh, worked for us for over ten years. Uh, she came in to work on overtime. It was her day off, 
but because she needed to do uh, to support her family, she came in on her day off to pick up an overtime shift. And while she was in the ambulance, uh, she stopped because there was some commotion going on in the street. Uh, a gentleman went around uh, the ambulance and got into the driver's seat. Uh, and when she noticed it, she approached him, and he decided to put the vehicle in drive and re- or reverse, and he drove her over. Uh, that was also caught on on live uh, feed, which was devastating to see how she she was brutally mur- murdered as well. Uh, it took us over over five years to get a conviction of this uh, criminal to be sent to jail for life. You're joking, correct? In terms of it took five years with the court system. Please tell me you're joking. It took over five years. Oh, my God. And then and then uh, the situation. And I understand your union that you yourself have been in contact with this young lady's uh, mother. But the name Julia Fodham, right? She was an EMT that was 25 years old. This young lady, 25 years old. She's still recovering from an attack at the hands of a mentally ill patient. She was in and I, he was 48, his name, 48 years old, Rudy Garcia. He was in the ambulance. She's trying to help this man. He pulls out a knife from his boot and stabs Fodham in the leg, chest, and arm. And as uh, Fadam tried to protect herself, she curled up, which is why the most serious stab wounds happened to be on her arms, thighs, and instead of her chest. You've been in communication with her mother. Do you know how the young lady is doing? Uh, yeah. When this incident happened again, uh, it, it, it sent a shockwave through the entire EMS community that an on-duty member was uh, nearly stabbed to death. Uh, from speaking to her mom via a uh, messenger, uh, she's been telling me that she's uh, still recovering, and you know it took a toll on her. From what I understand, she may not be doing this job anymore. Uh, this job uh, is a risky and dangerous job. Uh, we don't hear it daily on the news, but Every year we have uh, hundreds of EMTs, paramedics that get assaulted in back of that ambulance. Some of them don't report it because nothing gets done, but it's on a daily occurrence that EMS personnel are assaulted, whether they're private sector or municipal service. We we are targets. And, you know, it it, just to, to correct what I said earlier, uh, to, to correct myself, it was six years, not five years, that it took to get a conviction. So even longer. Yeah. And uh, it, 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 it's, go ahead. Go ahead. Allison Russo, uh, that man also uh, tried to plead insanity, and it was just uh, this week that he was fit uh, to stand trial. So that's been over a year and a half just to find out that he's able to uh, stand trial. We are talking to Mr. Oren 
Barzalay, who's the president of FDNY EMS Local 2507, representing EMTs, paramedics, and fire inspectors. I'm wrapping this up. This interview has been eye-opening for me, from one, for the salary, to the attacks on your members, to more calls that are coming in each and every year than the year prior. In wrapping this up, Mr. Barzalay, what's the most important thing that you want the public to know uh, from yourself as someone who's on the front line representing these EMTs? We're ordinary people with extraordinary passion to help the public. We are just there to save lives. Uh, We need the respect, the courtesy, uh, not just from the public, but from the mayor and all our public officials to do the right thing and pay us livable wages. Uh, it, it is, it, it's insulting to pay $18 to a medical professional when they can go to Target, McDonald's, uh, Costco. All these are honorable jobs. Uh, you know, whoever wakes up in the morning to go to work, I commend them. But how do you pay us? $18 an hour to save lives. It's mind blowing. It's, it, it, you know, you, I, I can't answer that question. No one listening to you right now can answer that question, but I do want to thank you. And I do hope that you stay in contact because uh, we need to keep a close eye on what's happening to EMS workers, FDNY uh, in, in the city and the very, very dangerous job that you folks are doing. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, sir. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Be well. Simply incredible and an ultimate slap in the face for professionals that literally bring people back to life. And that is all the time we have for this episode. Thank you, folks, for joining us. You can catch me live on 77 WABC weeknights, midnight to 1 a.m. and Sundays, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Go check out the Dominic Carter merchandise at the 77 WABC store from Dominic Carter T-shirts to hats and much more. Go to WABCRadioStore.com. You can also order my remarkable book on my life of overcoming obstacles that you can't even begin to imagine and living in the housing projects of New York City titled No Mama's Boy. And you can get it at the 77 WABC store. You can also order my book at my website, DominicCarterOnline.com, DominicCarterOnline.com. Also follow me on YouTube where you will see videos from me about this podcast and the radio show, YouTube.com forward slash Dominic Carter. We will see you the next time. Dominic Carter, Red Apple Podcast, Talk Radio 77, WABC. I gotta make it.
Dominic Carter Socials on Twitter at Dominic TV and Facebook and Instagram. Dominic Carter TV. Email at Dominic.Carter at WABCRadio.com. Until the next episode, be well. And as Dominic always says, stay positive. The glass is always half full, never half empty. Dominic Carter City Hall.